Hello and welcome to another podcast from Coach Mark and Manila here from ESLBusinessEnglishExperts.com and Initial-Impact.com. The links are down below for you to access all of my goodies on both of my sites and help you either improve your English as a second language, perhaps you're a native speaker of English but lack presentation confidence for your meetings or interviews, maybe you are trying to get yourself a job overseas as a non-native English speaker and you need help with interview, resume creation, cover letter and how do you go about strategically moving to another country. Perhaps you don't know about cross-cultural issues, check out another podcast I've done just recently about that issue and you can pick up my cross-cultural training on my coaching site as well so hop over to ESLBusinessEnglishExperts.com and see what you think for yourself. Um, today I'm going to be speaking to you about hmm, confidence. How do you sound confident in English even when you're not? That's a really tricky question. And if you listen to my voice there, okay, that wasn't a statement, that was a question, all right? Because I kind of went up and inflected at the end. If you're not sure about that, rewind and listen again later. So let's talk about your voice. The first thing is your voice, okay? And voice is really important on all of this. Um, but of course, when you are expressing yourself in English as a second language, sometimes we find our voices become a little softer, weaker, wobbly, lower, kind of, or higher than our native language, all right? And there are several reasons for this to happen. Um, but basically, clearly the point is this, if you're unsure of yourself, okay, if you don't have that vocal presence, um, and when people simply can't hear you because your, your volume is too low, then it can come across as you're insecure. So if I spoke like this and said, I can really help you. My name is Coach Mark in Manila, and I'm being confident I can assist you. You're, you know, you're not feeling it, right? Okay. <laughs> but if I say, you know, hi, my name's Coach Mark in Manila, I'm highly confident I can assist you. I've got over 700 students worldwide this year alone, and I really want to help you live the best possible life you can. You can just tell the difference. The vocal presence is really important. So even if you feel you don't have the vocab, you're uncertain whether you're going to fully understand questions people have for you, vocal presence is key, okay? Because that will give you extra confidence because when people hear you speaking in a vocally confident way, they automatically sit up and listen more to what you have to say than if you're whispering or muttering or moaning like this, right? Okay, you get the point. So look, vocal presence number one, okay? And you don't want to come across as insecure. So you want to be nice and enunciated, okay? Even if you don't have a wide range of vocab, make sure that what you're saying sounds good. Now, people will understand you more, okay, if your voice is kind of fuller and deeper and you open your mouth more. I cannot stress enough, mouth mechanics are really important with pronunciation in English, particularly for my Arabic speakers and also my speakers of any Asian language, my Korean students, Chinese students, uh, people from Hong Kong. You need to look at the mouth opening. And if you want a 30-minute pre-session to check the mouth opening and how you're using your mouth mechanics, I can take you through a 30-minute session that will have you sounding clearer, clearer and more confident, at least by another 50% guarantee. All right? I cannot make that offer any more available than click the link down below. So you need to understand that because you will sound better and you will be seen as more confident. All right? So you want a deeper full of voice, all right, increase that volume, and you really want to just push that out there, okay, so you want to include some sort of feeling and emotion with it, 
So if I, you know, if I didn't have energy in my voice, you'd probably go to sleep. And you still might be going to sleep even now. So wake up, all right? <laughs> but the, the point is this. You need to ensure that you have a fuller voice. So bring the voice into place that is full, okay, not too low, that people can hear you, okay, but you're not shouting at them either. Right? You've just got to get that sweet spot and record yourself, watch yourself back and notice what sounds nicer and then go for that voice. Okay, so you really want to boost your vocal power. If any of you are looking to improve your vocal power, um, I actually work with a fantastic uh, business partner who is a voice coach as well as a fellow life coach. Um, she can absolutely assist you to train your vocal cords to work in a much better way and even improve your singing if you want to do that too. Also, you can do the singing in English, which I highly recommend. It's always good fun, and it's a great way to expand your vocab and really learn another skill. Don't realize you're practicing your English at the same time. So if you'd like to get that help and support, then do drop me a message. You can reach me at Telegram down below or just hello at initial-impact.com. All right. So it's really important that you boost your vocal power and your speaking voice in English, okay? That is the big one. Right. Okay. Now, when we think about your confidence, your attitude is also really important. Okay. So it goes with it. Um, when you think about it, if you walk into the middle of a conversation or meeting to talk, okay, and if the first thing you said is, I'm sorry for my English, you know, I'm sorry, uh, my English is kind of poor, right? Okay. What you've done first away is before you've even started talking, you've told them you've got a problem, right? Okay. And you've positioned yourself really at the level that is beneath the person or the people who are in the meeting. Right? You've already apologized for it. You've pretty much said, I'm kind of not as good as you, okay? Because I don't know how to speak that language well. Now, I work with a fantastic Japanese student, Asako. If you're listening, I hope you're doing okay. Um, and really, Sako is fantastic at this now, okay? Her confidence, her ability to build herself and to really see that she is no different than anybody else in her, in her meetings has made a tremendous difference to her entire life. So I'm so proud of her and you can achieve that too, okay? So when you think about it, you don't want to be giving everybody this like big announcement that your English is poor and that you really make a lot of mistakes, okay? And when you think about it, it's normal, you know, hello, English is your second language, right? It's not the first language. People understand this and they understand that there will be mistakes made. You should understand there will be mistakes made. Give yourself less of a hard time, all right? Okay, it's very likely you're going to make more mistakes in a language that is not your main native language. That doesn't mean you shouldn't strive to improve it, okay? But don't don't apologize for it, okay? That's just the fact of life and how this is, all right? And it's okay. You don't need to keep saying things over and over again, like, this is the problem, this is what I've got, oh my goodness, if I have to do a meeting with somebody. Because what you're doing is you're reinforcing that in your brain, okay? And, you know, when you think about it, you just wouldn't keep apologizing for everything else in your life. Well, hopefully not. If you do, you need to have a life coaching session with me. All right. And I'm being serious about that. If you do seem to apologize for everything, that's not a good sign either. All right. You don't need to apologize for everything. It's just how things are. Okay. All right. You don't want to be apologizing for everything in your life. So just be proud of the ability that you've got. Be proud of where you've reached. 
know you can improve it better, but get the attitude right. You're just as good as everybody else in that room. You have something important to say in the meeting and share. You've got skills and expertise, and by goodness, you're going to share it, all right? So don't put yourself down. Don't point out something, you know, that you think, well, I better point it out before somebody else does, because then what happens? Everybody else will start paying attention to it, more attention, all right? So please don't do that to yourself, right? I really don't want you to do that. I just want you to focus on you being confident and standing there, all right? Okay, and just delivering a great, fantastic speech. So the mindset is really important. And if you want to do more on your mindset coaching, I can help you do NLP coaching on this. Okay, we do lots of very useful tactics, strategies, and visualization exercises, and you will see a dramatic improvement in your performance very quickly after the first few sessions. So when you think about it, don't apologize, okay? You're not meant to be perfect. It's okay. Keep working on it, but you do need to speak, all right? Okay, and that attitude will directly impact how confident people see you as, along with obviously the tone of voice and the power and the volume of the voice. The next step I would throw in here is also your modulation, okay? Your inflection and your tone of voice, the intonation, all right? So um, I've done another podcast about intonation. But when we look at it, it's really important, okay, that you have a particular pattern that makes you sound more confident, okay, um, because it's going to help you. The modulation and intonation is going to put the stresses on where it really needs to go. And there are probably a couple of common patterns when we talk about intonation, okay. Um, and one is where you go up, okay, so the rising intonation. And it makes it feel like there's something else coming, especially, you know, just when you get into a bit like, you know, and I've got a special offer for you. And you've got to listen to this now because this is going to be an amazing opportunity. Right. You see, I've gone up, 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 up. OK. Right. OK. And then we've got the other pattern, which is like questions like, um, you know, how how good is your English? Are you uncertain? Are you unsure? Would you like more guidance? So you can hear that's a very different pattern. Right. Okay. Very different pattern. And there is more of a, a kind of a level tone with that than going the rising, rising, rising tone. Okay. So then we also talk about inflections. That's more of a statement. But other questions such as, did you eat? Do you like it? Right. Okay. You hear I go up and flex up. Right, so that's really important as well. It, it indicates to you I'm kind of expecting a response from you. Okay, um, usually it'll be a yes or a no, or maybe it will be an answer like, Yeah, I ate breakfast, I had, I don't know, bacon and eggs or whatever. Right, okay. Um, when we use statements as I did earlier, we have more of a, a rising and then to falling intonation. So, look, I had a really lovely time tonight, it was a great meal. You can hear I'm going down, right. So at the end of the day, we go down the intonation. It was nice meeting you. Okay, great job. That's a good one. Great job. Up, down. Okay, so you bring the voice up at the end, but then drop it down. Okay, so it's really interesting how you do that. But try to practice these yourself, and you will notice that you get better at this. Okay, um, and really, that bit is kind of vital to get the intonation right. So that's really going to assist you to try and make more of an impression. Okay. So I did this in another podcast. So I'm not going to repeat all of this again, 
that basically intonation is really, really important. Okay. Um, the other thing I would say to you is just about what you believe you're capable of doing, right? Uh, even with a limited vocabulary. If you believe that you can't do it, you're absolutely right. So you've got to get beyond this feeling, okay, that you can't do it. You've got to believe and see yourself delivering that performance or that presentation and doing it as well as you can. The next thing we're going to throw in here as well is pacing. Now, pacing is something we do a total masterclass on in three to six months. Um, and if you think about it, many non-native speakers and even some native speakers speak far too fast. It's like a Ferrari. And I say to my students, you are a Ferrari. Okay. But here's the thing. I don't want you to drive like a Ferrari. Not like that. I don't want you to zoom through. Okay. And people think, what was that? You know, in the presentation, that's just awful, right? You don't want to be in that situation. I do want you, if you think about it, to think of yourself like a Ferrari. Um, why do people have a Ferrari? Well, sometimes it's a drive fast, of course, but most it's a status symbol. And it's something that you want everybody to see that you now own a Ferrari. Now, how do you get to do that? Well, you could leave it on the driveway, but that's not going to reach that many people, just people who walk past your house. So the better bet is to get in your Ferrari, but drive really slowly around your neighborhood, right? Okay. You don't want to fly through because they're like, what was that? It was just a big blur, but they couldn't see you in it or that it was a Ferrari. So you've missed on both points. They didn't acknowledge that you have now got a Ferrari and actually, yeah, you kind of made it, right? So the same with your English. You are a Ferrari. So I want you to get in there. You could drive really quickly, but you want everyone to fully appreciate your points for that meeting, just like appreciating you now have a Ferrari. And they want to acknowledge that it is you, yes, you listening, saying that, not somebody else, and remember you. What was your name again? Oh, it was Hakan, and he gave a great performance. Right, okay. So this is what you want to do. You want to drive your speaking slower, okay? And the way to do that is remember to breathe, okay? So we breathe into the nose, and out for the mouth, okay? And we just take some pauses in your speaking. Most native speakers do that too, all right? And the pacing is really, really important. You don't want to go too fast, okay? Sometimes it's because you're nervous. Mostly it's because you're nervous, right? But breathing in that way into the nose and out through the mouth will calm down your parasympathetic nervous system and take you down a notch. Your adrenaline will drop, you'll feel more composed, and you'll be able to focus and sound as though you're not rushing to get to the end and oh my goodness let me out of this meeting room all right because that doesn't send a very good signal does it okay so you don't want everything to be really really fast you want some pacing you want some faster points as well like that and then you want to slow it back down okay also if you really want to make a point with your audience that they remember what you want to do is pause okay you either want to pause just before you deliver the point because then everyone's like really listening. They think you stop speaking. What? And then you deliver what the fact is you want them to remember. Or you do it the other way around. Okay. You deliver the fact and pause after. Like I have there. Okay. So that you can digest what I just said and think, okay, I need to start using pauses and this is how it works. Okay. So you can see what I'm putting into practice here with you live. Well, nearly live. Okay. If you want a live session, 30 minutes free follow the Zoom link down below and you can book that with me, okay? We can practice this together. But yeah, sometimes it's also because um, when you look at the rhythms of certain languages, like Arabic speakers, for example, there, and even Chinese speakers, 
for, for want of a better you know, way to refer to some of the other students, is that they carry the rhythm of their native language over to English. Um, so sometimes that can happen and your native language will be really fast and the vowels are short. So if you do that, um, then you're kind of, you're, you're kind of afraid that you're going to forget what you want to say. So you're trying to catch it with your thoughts. That's another, another thing that can happen. All right. So many times people have to blurt it all out because otherwise they're going to forget. But either way, okay, either way, it's not a great strategy for people remembering what you're going to say. Also, sometimes people do this because uh, they just hope that people won't notice some of the grammatical mistakes. So if you speak really fast and run it all together, then hopefully it'll cover that up. But <laughs> it doesn't make you sound or seem really confident, I'm afraid, okay, at all. On the contrary, it is the opposite. So as I've just said, drive that Ferrari really slow. Take your time. Sip some water, okay? You're not in a hurry, okay? And, and really, when you think about it, it's just about being yourself still. We're not saying you need to change your accent or anything like that. You might want to look at your pronunciations to get them sharper. But ultimately, we just want you to be you in a more relaxed way and a calmer way and enjoying the experience and not feeling like you're about to face an interrogation. Okay. Um, when you take breaks or you want to take pauses, you stretch words. Okay. You get really comfortable. Okay. And that's important. So when you relax, that's what you do. Like I've done there, like that's what you do. I didn't say that's what you do, right? Listen back to this and try to spot where I stretch words, where I pause, where I might go up. I might get faster when I say, this is so exciting. You need to get that now, right? Okay. So it gives a sense of rhythm, but variety, and it keeps hopefully everybody interested to the end. Now, when you speak too fast, you lose your breath. That's bad because it means you hyperventilate and then that makes you feel more kind of tense, leads to more insecurity, your adrenaline goes up, which is bad, all right? You're just going to start to shake and feel really, 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 really bad. You don't want that, okay? Also, another thing that will help you come across more common is your choice of words you're going to use, your phrases and expressions, all right? There's so many out there, let's face it. But what I would say is that if you use certain words, I call them weasel words, okay, these are words that are weak words that kind of remove the value from what you're going to say. So if you say, I only wanted to speak with you for five minutes, I just hope you can spare me two minutes of time. These are weasel words, okay, all right, you really don't want that. You want to use positive words like, I'd love if you could speak with me for five minutes, okay. It sounds better, it sounds more positive, right? And when you think about it, if you add things such as just or maybe or well, I felt or I thought I could do some good or, you know, I'm trying to do this, it sounds like you're attempting to do something but haven't quite managed it and that makes you less confident because confident people manage to achieve things, right? Okay. So, of course, sometimes you are trying to use these words. Uh, trying, you're using these words to come across as not very aggressive or direct, indirect, and this certainly works with my Asian students. Um, that's very important that you aren't seen as direct and too aggressive. Um, however, this might be a cultural difference, as I've said, all right? And of course, we don't want to have you sounding too pushy, okay? But American culture, British culture, we are very direct, okay? Um, and when you think about it, it's important. We are direct, but we're not rude. This is 
this is a fine line. So if you want to practice that with me and work out what is correct and okay to say that would be classed as a bit rude and aggressive, then do get a 30-minute session with me. Okay. But either way, the words that you use and, and how you use them can reduce your message. And of course, if it does that, it will come across as less confident. You don't know what you're talking about. So hold those in your mind. Okay. Um, when you say something like 100%, absolutely, certainly, you know, definitely, these things like that, okay, um, it, it, it really does make you sound more confident straight away. Okay. So if you said, if someone says, well, did you love the movie? And you said, well, I guess so. Well, it doesn't sound very good, right? Okay. But if you said, yeah, 100%, absolutely, you can feel the difference. You can see the difference, right? Okay. So it's really important that you think about the words that you're using and the power of those words, okay? So if somebody in an interview says, can you do this? And you can, you say, absolutely. You don't say, yeah, I guess so, right? That just completely dilutes what you're trying to say. And you really know you can do it. So why do that to yourself? Don't do this. Use your words wisely and carefully, all right? And really be aware of it. They do have a power, okay? And from your point of view, use that power wisely. And obviously, it's very hard sometimes to know whether you're sounding great or not. So if you do want to check that out, you can take advantage of several services that I've got available. You can take advantage of the IELTS uh, speaking part. It doesn't have to be used for IELTS, though. You could literally just record yourself saying something, perhaps uh, reading a poem or perhaps a piece, an article that you, you want me to check. Send it across to me and I will double check it for you. I'll give you a critique of your language, your stresses, your intonation. And you can do that at your own pace. So you don't have to book a session with me for that. You just purchase the credit. The links are down there on my website, eslbusinessenglishexperts.com. Just look for the IELTS and OET section. And you can purchase that package to use it for anything, not just IELTS and OET, speaking or writing. Furthermore, you can get yourself a free 30-minute Zoom session with me, which I've said I don't know how many times, so feel free to grab hold of that. And of course, you can take part in one-to-one -one coaching with me long-term or group coaching as well. I've got some fantastic group coaching sessions uh, starting again in December. Check that out on eslbusinessenglishexperts.com and get yourself a space in there too. And come and practice with other non-native English speakers from all different countries really going to give your listening skills a good workout on your pronunciation skills an even better one because we all help each other in a very safe space to feed that and to improve our pronunciation as it happens in real time so i hope this has been of interest to you i believe your confidence can always do with a boost you need to give yourself credit for how far you've come okay never give up never stop you're only limited by what you believe you can do i've been coach mark in manila You've been amazing for staying this long. And if I can help you, which I'm sure I can, get in touch. I'll see you soon. Take care. Stay safe. Hello, everybody. And sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to mention a few things that can help you. All right. So I want to help as many of you as possible. You can get a free 30-minute check of your English level, your OET, IELTS, or any other things that you're trying to achieve here with me. If you're trying to uh, pass your interviews, maybe you're attempting to get a job overseas. You would like to know how you're sounding and what a native speaker really would say about your responses in an interview or an IELTS or OET test, for example. Um, check out that at eslbusinessenglishexperts.com. 
If you're looking more for career and immigration coaching and would like to discuss your plans, then you can hit me up over at initial-impact.com. But both of those sites, the links take you to the same end result, which is a booking page for 30 minutes free of charge to book your session, time and date you pick on Zoom. Also, if you're doing IELTS and OET and you would like help with your written or speaking tasks too, and you don't or can't have time to book a session with me in person on a live call, which again, I can do. You can get live one-to-one coaching on Zoom anytime you like. But if it's hard for you, then take advantage of my IELTS and OET written and spoken task service, which means that you buy credits, 10 credits, 10 tasks, and you can submit your spoken audio files to me for critique and review, and then I will respond within 36 hours with a full review of your transcript and to tell you where you sounded good, where it fell down, and the corrections, okay? And um, for your written IELTS and OET, again, you can select all the tasks on my booking site, which the links are all uh, all available. If you just go to eslbusinessenglishexperts.com, you can find all of these services there and follow the links. And what you'll be able to do is get a response from me within 36 hours with correction of your written task. And then you get a chance to do it again with the corrections I've suggested. And I will also expand and give some of the native phrases you might like to consider. So you're going to find out how to make yourself sound better, to hit the magical number um, that you need to get for word count, pass and get the higher grade, and also how to expand your sentences and create essays because many students are struggling to know even how to to create an academic layout of an essay. Um, You're going to fall down there too. When it comes to OET, it's slightly different, but the same process applies. We look at how you structure those referral letters and how you write the client and the patient notes. Okay, So it's very specific, depending on whether it's OET or IELTS. Um, I do it all. Me and my team, we are here to help you. Okay, So don't hesitate to reach out. And of course, please, 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 if you'd like to purchase any books, then you can get that from the bookstore links. Again, you'll find those all on the site. So good luck, everybody, and hope to help you soon.